Hey everyone, today is Thursday the 23rd of March 2023. This is The Gap episode 653. I'm Luke Laurie. Job Gure is here. Job, it's Thursday. Uh, You insisted on recording on Thursday. Oh, I know. I know. I sent you this extremely curt message (laughs) saying, hey... I don't give I'm a sick of these fuck Wednesdays. what you're doing. I don't give a fuck what you're doing, Job. I mean, Luke. Uh, I'm going to go see fucking John Wick. Yeah. Uh, and I don't give a fuck uh, about what you got going on. And I was like... Yeah. This is the truth. And I was like, oh. Uh, I, I mean, and you were like, oh, yeah. yeah uh, that's That seems rude, Joe. But fair enough. I, I guess I'll scramble and book some some tickets for Wednesday as well. Hmm. Yeah. Facts. Uh, yeah, exactly how it happened. Um, so, uh, went and saw John Wick last night instead yeah, of recording the, the podcast. Advanced screening. But we would have been, like, you wouldn't have gotten it any earlier anyway because we got a fucking embargo for dredge at one yeah. o'clock in the morning. So, uh, one o'clock Friday morning, so it was uh, it was really uh, you know, no big deal, I guess. Uh, but uh, yeah, John Wick Four. What'd you think? Uh, re- like really liked it. I think it might be the best one out of the sequels. Oh yeah, out of the yeah. sequels, right? Nice. Well, I mean, like they're they're all tens. Yep. Yep. <laughs> right. I think we've had this conversation before. <laughs> Yeah, yep. they're, they're 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 all four buckets of chicken. Yep, and I'm just like, yeah, yeah. I'll have a bit of this one, have yeah. a bit of that one. Yeah. Um, I mean, the thing is, right? It's 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 kind of like, um, I don't know. The first one has that nostalgia factor of like, oh shit, what is this? This is cool. We had no. I was thinking about this today, right? Like, remember, mm. like when it was first coming out, it was like Keanu Reeves is in a fucking movie called John oh, yeah. Wick, and the tagline is "Don't set him off." Don't set him off. Yeah, and, and everyone like, was this is making the stupidest pay- fucking idea I've ever heard. There was like, remember all the memes that were going around oh, yeah. of like, "This is dumb as shit." Yeah. yeah, and we were all wrong, and everyone was wrong, and then <clears throat> everyone went saw it, and. And now it's like the Fast and the Furious franchise, right? Where no, don't all say that. no, it is though. <laughs> all this shit's going on in yeah. these movies, and I'm like, shut the fuck up and get back to the murders, okay? I don't care about any of this, any of this blappity 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 blah 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 blip blip blip. None of that, right? Murder, right? If yeah. it was two hours and 50 fucking minutes of just murder, I would have been hmm. extremely, extremely happy. But it's about two hours and 20 minutes of murder and half an hour of yappity-yappity. And I'm like, God, they could cut this movie by half an hour so easy. Just, just, <laughs> just no. Yeah. Gano has five lines instead of <laughs> ten now. Exactly. <laughs> uh can't say too much because it only came out last night but uh well it's i mean not even i think it's now in america right technically uh, um but yes uh um, yeah i think it's got the best cast out yeah. of all of them yep maybe the, the best action out of all of them and the most action definitely the most 
Yeah. Uh, there's that one scene. That top-down shit was fucking mm. phenomenal. Holy yeah. fuck. And what I liked about it the most was that like that entire gunfight sequence took so yeah. long. Yeah. But they showed them with with the with that one weapon they use. Yeah. Yeah. Like way like it must have been fucking half an hour earlier. And I yeah, was like, they're like, not going to use this fucking weapon. <laughs> they're not going to use it. I'm fucking mad about this. And then nonstop. And I'm like, yeah, fucking hell. Amazing. That, that scene starts and you're like, where's the camera going? <laughs> it's still going. And you're like, oh, all, all right. right. Well, we're doing this. <laughs> no, like the the entire, like, I think, yeah, it's the best cast they've put in the film. Mm. Um, like, Bill Skarsgård as the oh yeah the main villain is awesome fucking um I don't know what he's been in before I like, actually uh he was in a Netflix film because I looked it up last night but I like the entire time I'm like this dude has been in something I've seen Bill Skarsgård um, the guy that no the guy that plays the tracker um oh yeah no I I I couldn't but he that. hasn't been in like a lot of stuff I've seen but he was fucking awesome yeah he was good um the uh, the the actress who played like Akira, um, yep, it's like her first film and she was amazing. Uh, her Yuki was in there as well as um, you know, one of the other main characters, the side characters, and like Donnie Yen's there, and it's like fucking hell. Donnie Yen's amazing in it. Donnie Yen is fucking amazing <laughs> in it. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's uh, Clancy Clancy Brown. Clancy Brown shows up for oh, some reason. <laughs> pumped about that that was sick you're like is that Clancy Brown what's he doing here uh, fair enough yeah um no yeah everyone in the cast because who was it the uh was it the second film they had Ruby Rose in it and and like yep you're like this is what are you doing here Common was this good is, yeah but yeah Ruby Rose wasn't very good uh and then Obviously, the third one had the um, the fucking the raid guys, raid guys, yeah, uh, and that, that they were awesome. Um, they were awesome. Like it's an honor to fight you. Yeah, <laughs> it's an honor meeting you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the, yeah, they were awesome. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. This one just packed it in. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I obviously Keanu is awesome. Yeah, and Lawrence Fishman comes back, fucking just having the time of his fucking life. Uh, yeah. So, like, I, I think it's the best one of the, the sequels. Yeah. But, yeah. like I said, that they're all fucking 10 out of 10. Oh, and anyways. fucking, how about the German dude? I did oh, not so recognize him at all until I saw the a, a name in the credits. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Where was he? And then, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's great. Right. He's like, it's the perfect film for him. And he does fantastic. Uh, the, the other thing that's super interesting about it and sort of tying it back to um, video games is that um, it, 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 like the, the third film ends with the Continental getting... Um, 
uh, deconsecrated, right? And the, the uh, I don't know, the table, whoever they are, um, armored dude shows up and like all of a sudden we've got this scene where it's like um, it's it's like uh, Keanu Reeves, Ian McShane and, and Lance, Henrik, uh, Lance Reddick um, like shooting all these guys with body armor and like it's taking like a bunch of shots to actually get get rid of these people yeah and it that reminded me of like it's a, like a video game right where you 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 start off with the john wick one was like the very basic you know cannon fodder dudes and he's like one tapping people in the head and then you get to the point in three where it's like the guys all have body armor and it like it, it, he, he needs to shoot these guys like 10 times in the head and then like pull their helmet off and like all this sort of stuff and then this one starts and it's it's not like it's the next like it's resetting again it just keeps escalating yeah like it, it sort of starts where it left off and you're like holy fuck it's 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 like a just a long video game yeah i guess it is chapters as well right so it's supposed to be one continuous story um where if this was set up like a video game you'd go back to the beginning again and sure. you'd be like you yeah, know here's the cannon fodder enemies and um i thought that was I just felt like there was a lot of video gamey shit in this one. Oh yeah, as well. So. Yeah, very, very video like the suit, you know. Oh yeah, that that thing's dumb. Like, <laughs> I, I didn't really like that aspect of it. It kind of got a bit gimmicky. Oh yeah. Um, and yeah. I, yeah, Donnie Yen's character was a little bit like, man, we'll just let him. Why'd they have to do that? Just let him go fucking full Donnie Yen. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, that would have been cool, but it was an interesting idea. Good. Anyway, yep. um, yeah. So I don't know, man. I I really liked it. Uh yeah. How uh, was your crowd? Were they into it? Yeah, yeah. People were very enthusiastic. Uh, which is you know what you want, I think. Uh, I th- I thought they were laughing at the right moments and whatnot. Because there's you know it's got a good sense of humor. What about your crowd? How did they go? Yeah, yeah, same sort of stuff. Yeah, uh, it's good. Definitely a good cinema film to watch. That like opening, literally the opening, like thirty seconds, uh, where something's getting punched. Oh yeah, and the sound system in the yeah, theater yeah. were just like so fucking loud. Yeah, we were like, oh, okay, <laughs> welcome to the movies. Yeah, um, yeah. Anyway, uh, I don't know. Anything else you want to say about it? Uh, no, go go see it. I reckon it's, it's worth a watch. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's going to make a fuckload of money. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um. Cool. All right. There you go. John Wick Four. John yep. Wick Chapter Four. Um. Cool. Let's talk about some some uh, video games then, shall we? Yep. What do we got here on the list? Five uh, D chess with multiverse time travel. That's it. The first cab off the rank is pure insanity. 5D chess with multiverse time travel. Uh, I've had it on my wish list for a while. It popped up in the sales. Uh, decided to give it a punt. It's completely ridiculous. You're playing a game of chess. Uh, if, if you've played it before, right... Watch me mangle explaining how the fuck this works. But uh, (laughs) (laughs) you're playing a game of chess and 
you, when things aren't going your way, uh, you can rewind time. Okay, so uh, if you make a mistake that you want to undo, you can rewind time to the point where that mistake no longer happens. Because, you know, in chess, uh, sometimes a mistake can be left in motion for quite a number of, of moves. So uh, it's, not, it's not always effective to just go back one turn. Uh, the mistake that you made might have been made much much earlier you know so uh so you can go back in time to the point where the mistake no longer occurs but that creates a branching timeline a brand new timeline for you to play on and you then need to uh resolve all of the timelines uh, win? Like, to, to win, yeah. So if you can rewind it and find... Right. So let's say you've played it through your, you know, two dozen fucking turns in, three dozen turns in, and uh, you realize you fucked up. You can see you're going to be mated in about four turns, right? You can rewind. You rewind five turns if you can then use those nine turns to to find your own checkmate then you can win right because whoever like if if the king gets checkmated on any timeline then the 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 king that's that's you know been checkmated loses right that that team loses right uh so you have to sort of play a very good game of chess across multiple different levels it's not enough to be anticipating one set of of moves and, and reading one player's set of moves you've also got to read the other set but there is like the the trick of it is that like you can actually if you see where they move back to that's actually information that you can use you can take that and like the fact that they went back to save their their knight, right? Which I mean, I you know, whatever, uh, means that that you can like you can tell then that the knight is probably either important to them or they know that the loss of their knight leads them into a, a, a no win situation, and so you just need to. Like in some ways, you may just need to stall until the timeline catches back up again. I don't fully understand this mechanic yet, but you can also send pieces across the timelines. So you can send your fucking bishop to a different timeline and have three fucking bishops, which I can't get my head around. Uh, well, is that the type of thing where if you're winning... Like you're you're winning a particular I don't know let's call them lanes yeah um or uh, you know you, you're you're about to do fairly you like you you know you've got this locked in you can basically just grab a piece and be like I'm not going to use this one anyway and then you can is that the idea is you kind of just send it to somewhere else 
Yeah, or, you know, I guess, like, there is that, or you're sending it there to ensure, like, you, you know you've got, uh, yeah, let's say you've got the bottom lane game locked, mate in three, and you don't need a bishop to get that mate, right? Uh, then you send your bishop to lane, to the mid lane, right? You can have far more than just fucking three lanes, but uh, you send it to the mid lane and what you're doing there is just attempting to stall it out because you know where mate is in another fucking lane, right? right. So there's, there's that element at play as well. And yeah, like the, the, amount of extra fucking layers to the game uh, is just out of like insane it really is insane uh but it's strangely addictive uh because yeah you, you play one game it takes i don't know fucking 20 minutes and you like you sort of have a feel for it and then you're like okay i'll, I'll go one more and every single time, you've got a bit more of a feel of it, feel for it. I, I spent four fucking hours playing this fucking shit. Like, and <laughs> I didn't even know. I didn't even realize. I thought I'd spent like half an hour. Because it's just games of chess. But it's lots of games of chess. All stacked on top of each other. So you just... But there's, they're very similar. They're like, each of these games of chess is very similar to one another. So you're like, well, I didn't play that many fucking games. But you actually did. You fucking played... Tons of games of chess. Uh, and I'm not going to sit here and pretend I'm fucking good at chess. I've, you know, I've played a lot of chess, but, you know, being good at chess and playing chess, playing a lot of chess, two completely different fucking things. Uh, but there is something about this. It's like thinking with portal shit, right? Like, it's not enough to be, uh, to be good at chess if you can't think with fucking five dimensions. Uh, because yeah, someone who's able to get their head around it is gonna fucking zwaya. It's also like because it's based in a game that has a lot of uh, you know significant storied history. Uh, it's pretty readable if you understand chess, right? Like if you don't know how to play chess, I have no like I, I can't imagine to have a good time with this, but. If you do what happens if you know how to play chess? What happens if you're like, you know, you're not an average chess player, but you're like a competent chess player? Yeah. Is there any game there or are you just playing chess? I don't understand the question. Well, doesn't it only split the time once you rewind? Yeah. So what if you don't make a mistake? Well, you, you can rewind anyway. Like, it's not just... It's not just me rewinding. It's like if you and I are playing. Oh, right. you're playing against other people. Yeah, or a computer. Oh. Or like it's not like I think there are chess puzzles. I haven't really looked into them. I'm assuming there's puzzles. Otherwise, like yeah, there's puzzles. There's like <laughs> some different modes that I haven't looked into. I just I literally just sat there going for another game over and over and over again. And sometimes I was the one rewinding. Sometimes the uh, opponent was the one rewinding. Uh, I've only played two games against humans. Uh, I won one, lost the other. Um, but otherwise, I've been doing playing against AI, and yeah, it's very readable. You understand. I I got a really good idea for what I'd done wrong. Not that I'm able to fucking 
put it into words uh, because it's really hard to like nail down. Like there's the problem with it having so many fucking layers and lanes and whatever you want to fucking call them is that you can't just say, oh, well, okay, so I, the game I won, uh, they did. The, literally, uh, they moved their bishop to stall me out. Uh, I rewinded. They moved their bishop. They had three bishops. And uh, they were just trying to stall me out. And because they knew they had checkmate uh, in, the, in the bottom lane. And they were just trying to, yeah, waste as much time until we got back to the bottom lane. Uh, but I managed to find uh, mate in that in the middle lane anyway. Uh, but like to explain how I got mate in the middle lane, I then have to explain how I knew what was going wrong. Or how I worked out what was going wrong in the bottom lane and decided to rewind and how... Because uh, I, I went back to the horse and I realized that they knew what I was doing. Uh, and like, yeah, there's just all these fucking things, right? That you think through. You're sitting there fucking thinking through. You're like, oh, this happened because this happened because this happened in this lane separate to this lane and meanwhile, when it does catch up to the fucking, to the bottom lane, it's not immediately, mate, you can still force mistakes out of them. Like, they might have mate in four moves, but, like, you've still got four moves to, you can stall as well, right? Like, I, like, in the middle lane, I knew they were stalling me. So in the bottom lane, I started stalling them by throwing pieces into check which forces them to make moves outside of what they had planned, which you'd never do in regular chess. But because I'm trying to win the middle lane, they're trying to win the bottom lane, it wound up working. But yeah, like complete insanity, right? Like absolutely bonkers. Uh, but yeah, unbelievably playable. Uh <laughs> And like, so is it the type of thing where you can only move one board, like one piece on a board, at a, like you're only focused on that one board or? So you, well, no, like, well, originally, and then when, when it splits, it goes back and the timeline goes back. So you've got your bottom lane and then it splits five turns back. Uh, and then the game must be played in the middle lane until it reaches back. And when, until time catches back up with the present. So the present is the turn that you split off, for, that you reverse time from. So you, you're here, you jump backwards five turns. So five turns get played, and then you reach the present, and then you play the middle lane and the, and the bottom lane, middle lane, bottom lane, middle lane, bottom lane, until someone splits time again, and then you play back up to the present. And... That's kind of how it works. So you will wind up... Like, that's that's basically how I was able to win was because they weren't able to beat me, like, keep track of both boards. Uh, 
the whole time, I guess. Mm -hmm. But I like saying it like that makes it sound like I was able to fucking do it either, uh, as well. I I just like I was just focused on the fucking middle lane and stalling out the the bottom lane. And they were trying to do the reverse, but they knew their win condition, and I wasn't playing chess anymore. You know, like I yeah, like. You know how chess is supposed to play. You know how people are supposed to play chess. So when someone just starts like throwing pieces to force check for that, that they would never do in real chess, it, yeah, it threw them off their game and I managed to get the win. It's basically, I mean, it's not like we fucking talked. So this is me guessing what happened, but uh, yeah. I don't know. It's crazy shit, but it's cool. It's very cool. And uh, mm -hmm. definitely worth checking out. It's about fucking 20 megabytes. Uh, I would play it on mobile, except when the the fucking board split. I don't think you'd ever be able to keep track enough. See everything. Yeah. Is the only problem. Unless you've it. got one of those, uh, what are they, dual. Oh, yeah. It's folds. Things. Yeah, folds. Yep. Um, all right. Well, that's 5D chess with multiverse time travel, and it's available on uh, Steam. Steam. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's keep going. We've got the finals. This is the. Um, uh, it was a clo like a closed test. Something. Play test. Yeah. Yeah. Know. You can opt so in if you jump on. Uh, Steam and, and opt like search the finals and opt in. Uh, didn't get in in time last week, but uh, managed to get in this week. And uh, yeah, there's no there's no Aussie servers, which kind <laughs> of uh, hurts it. But um, yeah, I played a bit. I played a couple of hours, and uh, it's okay. I mean, I think the lag problem uh, exacerbates some of the issues I have. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's it, so you got four teams of three, uh, well, theoretically three. I had a couple of games where it was just me and one other person that just didn't match make as a third. Uh, and you go in and you've got to acquire the most money, and you can make money by killing other players. But the best way to make money generally is to rob these vaults that are sort of peppered around the map. And you grab, you rob these vaults, you break into them, it takes about a minute, and then you get the cash and you've got to carry it. And while you're carrying it, you can't fire or anything. You've got to carry it to the extraction and the extraction takes, I think, 90 seconds. Uh, and during any of these, like times someone like the other other teams a get notified about the location and b uh can come and steal steal the fucking stuff from you right mm -hmm. and the the advantage that you have is that as the defender uh you get to set up right uh but while you're in transit between where the vault was and where the extraction point is, you know, you don't, you don't have that advantage. Uh, and you have a big fucking sign over your head saying, Hey, come kill me. Um, 
so that's a bit tricky. Uh, but once you're in place, you're sort of you're locked in. The the rub, the tricky part, is that uh, basically everything can be destroyed in the game. Every wall, every floor, every ceiling uh, can be destroyed. And yeah, if that happens, uh, I run into the room. I run into the room below where they're, they're robbing the vault. And I chuck some C4 on the ceiling, explode it, right? And the vault drops down and I shoot the dudes who were standing next to it. Uh, A, they didn't know I was there, right? Good fucking luck. And B, uh, now, like, everything they'd set up to defend on the floor above is no longer relevant, right? Uh, I've, I've circumvented that entire thing. That shit's cool. The explosions are cool. Um, the destructibility's rad, and yeah, it's uh they got a really good grip on on making that shit feel cool. Um, the problems are like uh, you've got a good idea of who to focus on, uh, but it's generally just whoever's fucking closest. Nobody, I've, I haven't seen, I hadn't seen a single game. I came second, I don't know, fucking 10 times, right? And generally, I mean, I was playing with randos and I can't fucking choose my teammates. And generally, we would have, there would be one halfway decent player, uh, me, one halfway decent player, and some dead weight. Uh, but, like, if... All we needed, all we ever needed, like it's because there's four teams of three. It's just a, it's a third party fest, right? It's all you're always being third partied, right? If you're on the objective, you are being third partied, and the only time you're not being third partied is when you're doing the third partying. Uh, but invariably, what happens is like a team will get out to an early start, uh, an early lead. Uh, they might have spawned close to the vaults and, and get a lucky fucking extraction or they might jump, they might third party the the team that spawned close to the vault and get the, the early extraction. They'll jump out to an early lead and all they really need to do then is is hold on to that lead. And nobody's like, the, there needs to be some sort of indicator of the team that's in first place, right? Because... I think the idea is that teams will, like, you know, gang up on the team in first place to help their own odds of victory, right? That's that's what I thought would be happening. But that's not happening at all. You just shoot whoever is an enemy, right? You go after any enemy at all uh, and... It, it doesn't matter whether or not they're on your... Like, they're coming first or not. You just try to get fucking kills, right? Um, if if the team in first were, like... Because players get sort of highlighted in red. If the team in first was highlighting gold to indicate that they were first, they might be, like, a priority element. 
to how people pick their targets and stuff. And that would create like some sort of a bit of an interesting fucking uh, gameplay element for players trying to like teams trying to work. Oh, maybe we don't want to be in first uh, straight away because it puts a target on our back. Maybe we just sort of like wait it out and try to fucking take first to the last second type thing. But that's that's yeah. At the moment. It, like in in the playtest, it sort of just plays like a death match with some vague objectives, which is fine if that's what you want. But it's not the it's not what the game's presented at as at all. You know, um, there's a fucking pump action grenade launcher that has to be the most ridiculous fucking weapon in the entire game because it does it, it does everything you need. Right, it absolutely fucking rinses motherfuckers. Uh, if you get direct hits with this thing, and it's got a bit of a, like it's got slow projectile time, and when you've got, I believe, 200, 250 ping, uh, I couldn't find a ping indicator, but around 200, 250 ping, uh, playing, I believe, in Korean servers. Um, yeah, when you've got that kind of ping, uh, and like it's not that hard to adjust for a bit of a slow flight, light, flight time anyway, because you're kind of already doing it, right? Like when you got ping, you're already adjusting, so you're already predicting. So yeah, I was absolutely fucking mincing motherfuckers with that gun, uh, but I could also take down walls, I could take down floors, I could take down ceilings and yeah like that gun is absolutely ridiculous um that thing needs to be fucking nerfed uh but otherwise the guns don't really like oh there's a revolver that i thought was pretty good um but otherwise the guns don't feel like anything to me really like there's not a lot of there's not a good fucking feel to any of the, the guns that i had like i don't know they just didn't have that oomph that I'd, I'd want out of a gun. Um, nobody appears to understand that they've, like, you've got three classes, light, medium, and heavy, uh, and each class has a different ability on their Q, I think it is. And uh, nobody seemed to understand that that was a thing at all, except for people who play light, because light, they go invisible uh, when they press Q. Mediums can heal with the Q button. Sorry. And, uh, yeah, they're, uh, they're able to heal, which is fucking huge. Uh, especially when you're trying to fucking lock down a, a position, but yeah, uh, nope. Uh, nobody seems to ever fucking use it. And, uh, I can't remember what heavies was, but, uh, I think you ran through walls. Um, I, I don't know. I, don't, I didn't find it all that interesting or useful. But yeah, nobody seems to understand that they exist. Uh, yeah, I don't know. The, the you know, big problem with it was that it doesn't have fucking Aussie servers. So I, I don't know. It's, it's hard to necessarily get a feel for it. But if the game's just going to play out like Team Deathmatch with four teams instead of fucking two. 
Um, I don't. I just don't see it getting that big an audience. You know, like they'll probably they'll put a lot of fucking spend into getting YouTubers and streamers to play it. Yeah, but and then it'll just drop off. It'll drop off. Yeah, I, I I think like yeah. Which, I mean, it sounds like it's sort of got that, um, what was that game called? Um, where you're, it's like a horror game, uh, asymmetrical, uh, you have to go like hunt monsters. Uh, it's got like a, it's like a cowboy sort of vibe to it. Cowboy uh, vibe? Yeah. Like a Western sort of, oh, Western Gothic. Western Gothic. And you're hunting. We've, Nate, Nate fucking loved it. Hunt showdown. Um, hunt showdown. That's it. Nah. I, knew what I, was I, I, I mean, I, it sounds like it's got that sort of problem where it's like there's an, there's an objective you can go and do, yeah. and the people would just be like, well, let them do the objective. We'll just sit here and wait for them right. to do it. Yeah. <laughs> and then we'll Yeah, yeah kind of. Like, there and is. So a- nobody ever like did the objective, and they eventually figured out how to make that work a bit better, and maybe that's sort of what's missing here a little. Yeah, I mean, it's it's way faster paced than Hunt, so there's not really that big a problem with getting into a a fight. You don't really have like there's not that big a drawback. I think that you do have a limited number of lives, but I never ran up against the fucking life limit, so I don't know if if that's particularly restrictive. Uh, there is it does feel like you can just sort of beeline for whatever objective is currently up, be it the vault or the, or the turn in. And, uh, and yeah, you should be fine, but like, it's definitely easier to catch motherfuckers mid transit, uh, than it is to actually assault them when they're <clears throat> on a point. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, I just don't know. I don't know. I don't know about this one, man. Like, I think it looks good, uh, and the destructibility is cool, but I just, I don't know. I don't know who it's for, right? Like, I don't know who wants to play this this kind of game. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, like team deathmatch games. There's not really any at the moment that are no. doing well, I guess. I mean, maybe there are, but like, it, it's all hero shooters at the moment and objective-based yeah. stuff. Got, and it's a mode, right? In other games, you know. Yeah. Uh, I guess Call of Duty is probably technically a team deathmatch game. I mean, yeah, people play multiplayer on on that, but it's it's definitely split of like, there's people. Th- that um uh DM- dmz and um the battle royale mode are the two they're more popular these days sure but yeah like there's such a large audience for call of duty yeah. that even a smaller piece of the pie is still a giant fucking piece you know hmm. anyway. anyway yeah all right well that's the finals and it's um in a closed beta at the moment which you can go and press a button potentially get in maybe get in yeah yeah 
Yeah, I, I I'm I'm in, but I've installed it. All right. So, yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, yep. Next on the list, we've got Dredge. Should we switch this with the one after, or am I just going to talk for fucking an hour? Yeah, you can talk for an hour. All right. Cool. Dredge. <laughs> uh, Dredge. Well, you think I'm talking about the next one as well? <laughs> uh, you fucking better be. Um, Dredge is uh, a fishing game from Black Soul Games, a New Zealand New Zealand uh, studio, and uh, it, it's I don't know. I I think I've talked about it before. The demo came out uh, late last year. I fucking pissed my pants over it i thought it was cool as shit uh and it's finally fucking here which is rad um i believe we talked about it it was at uh pax so i think we mentioned uh giving a squiz or something um but yeah it's uh it's here it's out it's um well by the time you listen to this i think it should be oh no that's it's next. No, week. it's out next week. Reviews for it are a very early. <laughs> yeah, yeah, early. Uh, which is you know a good sign. Um, I've played it all the way through. I uh, I loved it. I really really loved it. Uh, I played it on my Steam Deck. It is the perfect Steam Deck game. The perfect Steam Deck game. Uh, you fucking drive your boat for a bit. Catch some fucking fish. Get back uh, to port before nighttime. Uh, nightfall, and then yeah, you can put your fucking turn the thing off and and walk away. It syncs really well, um, so that's good. So I can switch between was able to switch between PC and Steam Deck really easily. Uh, but yeah, it's just a fucking fantastic game on the Steam Deck. I took it with me when I went away. And I went on, I was literally sitting on a jetty, uh, drinking a whiskey uh, highball and feeding fish IRL with my hand line while I was catching fish in dredge on my Steam Deck, which was cool as hell. Uh, but yeah, there's, you know, there's, it's quite a, Hmm. I don't know if I'd call it deep. There's it's there's quite a bit to it. It's not shallow, uh, but I wouldn't call it a deep game. Uh, it's fine. Uh, it's the depth is fine, but it's quite depth of the ocean. The depth of the ocean, but the breadth is there. So uh, <laughs> that makes up for it. That more than makes up for the it. Breadth of the sea. Oh my god. Uh now now he talks. Um, so, basically what happens is you have this boat. Uh, you wake up at this, at this little port town and they give you a boat. And like, uh, if you go and catch enough fish, you can pay off this boat. Uh, we need fish for food. Uh, so, yeah, you catch the fish, a portion of what you catch... The sails go to paying off the boat. The rest you can use yourself and uh, have at it. And yeah, you go out, 
and you catch fish. And when you first start out, you don't have a very big boat. So uh, you probably aren't still fishing when night falls. Probably. So, uh, yeah. You go back to town and like, oh, hey, cool. Good work on these fish. Uh, if you're going to go back out, I wouldn't recommend doing it when night falls. And you're like, oh, yeah, all right. Uh, fuck off, mate. Don't tell me how to fish, okay? I woke up and, and got a free boat, right? Obviously, they can tell that I've got the fishing the fisherman in me. I'm the fisherman's friend. So uh, you go back out at night and uh, your vision narrows to a circle about, I don't know, three pixels around your fucking boat. Uh, and then while you're, while you're going around, there's this like other boat that sort of like is sort of nearby and you can see it and you're like, oh, another boat. And then uh, it toots its horn and then, and then you look at your radio wheel and you, you toot your horn back and then it turns and just starts coming straight for you and then the screen starts to like get all red and, and wiggly and, and you're like, ah, oh, um, that doesn't seem good. And so I won't go into any further details about what happens but don't let that boat catch you under any circumstances. Do not let that boat catch you. So uh, you learn that lesson. You learn that lesson pretty quick. Uh, you learn a bunch of other lessons. And uh, yeah, it's basically there's... You've got like this middle area, sort of the starting area, and you catch all the fish there and... You slowly build out your boat, get more cargo space, better rods so you can fish in different areas. At first, you can only fish in the coastal and then the shallows, then coastal and shallows at the same time. And then maybe you get the oceanic rod. You can fish <laughs> in the ocean and uh, catch some real shit, uh, catch some sharks and shit. And uh, all the while, you're exploring, you're... You might get a winch and you can dredge, which is the name of the game. And you pull up like parts from old shipwrecks, maybe some treasures, maybe some long lost artifacts. And, uh, and that, you know, they have spooky connotations. Some of the fish that you, pick, that you bring up, they're kind of messed up, but they're worth extra money and... That's interesting, and so you're hunting those down if you can. It's easier to find them at night. The, the more expensive fish are at night, so you're doing that. And, uh, yeah, you sort of get to a point where you're, like, pushing it as much as you can while attempting to maintain your sanity, which is what you sort of get the feeling, the, the red edge is uh, you got this eye in the middle of your screen and that's uh, sort of when the eye is wide open, the spooky shit can see you. Uh, and when it's like wide open and like shaking, the insanity has a grip on you and turns out that can be useful for some things, but 
Again, I won't go into any details. As you sort of get more of a grasp on this game, you fucking venture further and further out and you need uh, different gear to fish in different areas or manage the challenges of an area. There's The first place you go to is the Gale Cliffs. The first place you should go to is the Gale Cliffs. Um, and that's... There's some, some interesting things going on. Um, yeah, there's new fish to catch and it's worth a different amount and some pretty good tools to acquire. And yeah, it's just one of those games where it's open world. You can go where you want, but it's ultimately pretty linear. Uh, but it's it's just sort of chill. Which is directly contrasted, and then like it's it's very chill, and then night falls, and it's very not chill, <laughs> and so it's a game about if you want to manage it as a chill experience, you just gotta not be out when it's fucking nighttime. Me, I don't know. I didn't give like when I was trying to chill. Yeah, totally. But that wasn't all that often. Most of the time, I was trying to maximize my, you know, I'm fucking optimizing the fuck out of the game. So like. Uh, sunrise is always at six o'clock. Uh, when you stop at a port, you can sleep until sunrise, and you can do that at any time. It gets it helps alleviate your insanity, uh, which is helpful. Um, but I usually woke up at about three thirty or four. I just stopped the the sleep timer at three thirty or the four, uh, and started going then. Right because time only moves when you move because it's super hot rules and uh so there's like generally a safe area around wherever you've you've put in generally not always i will say it's not always safe uh but as soon as you've started to dock uh as soon as you press the a button to dock you are safe uh i never got attacked while i was docking um, which was a little bit of a, a cheeky cheese strat that I used sometimes uh, when I when I delved when I dredged too deep and too grittily. Um, but yeah, while you're fishing, while you're dredging, while you're moving, time moves, and there are just situations where, like, it'll be fucking suddenly it's two o'clock in the morning, right? Like, and you're fucking ages away from from like port so what are your options your options are stay out basically or try to get somewhere and sleep but yeah generally i just stay out and try to catch night fish um dangerous but i never died uh i never i got like a little bit damaged there's one area in particular where damage is pretty easy to come by but uh yeah I don't know, man. It's got a cool story. Um, I picked it. I think most people will, but it's still told pretty well. Uh, it's classic uh, Lovecraftian style story, uh, or a, at least the way that people tell those stories these days. Um Obviously, I can't go into any details about that. Uh, 
Uh, but yeah, mostly I just really liked the way it sort of took you through its different areas until you got to a point where like, yeah, you, you had everything and you fully understood this world. There's two different endings. Uh, I will say, because it's not at all clear and uh, I've spoken to a couple of people now who did not realize this. Uh, if you want the good ending, uh, you need to find three stone tablets. It will seem like you need to find four, but you only need to find three. The other one is already acquired. Uh, you do not need to keep hunting for a fourth. I pissed away a lot of time doing that. But I did make a fuck ton of money fishing while I was doing it, so it wasn't that big a, a loss. Uh, it was just a, a little bit annoying because I could have wrapped up a little bit earlier. Um, but yeah. Otherwise, uh, yeah, I would heartily recommend it. I don't know what's going for. Um, if you've got a Steam Deck, you're fucking crazy if you don't get it because Jesus uh 36 bucks uh yeah i got fucking 15 hours out of it and uh yeah I, I loved every minute of it it is it's zen when you want it to be it's fucking tense when it, when you want it to be uh they balance that shit really well and yeah like i don't know i think they fucking mm. nailed it yeah yeah nice hmm. um yeah i i can't add much here other than uh, i was working on a review for this today on our site um yeah. and our reviewer very much liked it and said it's his favorite game he's played so far this year well that's crazy but sure <laughs> yeah um so yeah sounds pretty good I'm, I'm gonna check it out at some point i was i was actually nearly bought it before we started recording this because I, I went and grabbed um resident evil which drops in a couple of hours um and i was gonna pick up dredge but then i looked at it and i was like oh it's not out until next week okay yep. fair enough wait it out because it's on um uh green man gaming's got a sale on at the moment for i don't know march mayhem they're calling it um right and march it's mayhem? it's on match mayhem right weird so it's on sale over there um steam has a sale on but it's not part of that sale so right. yeah it's a little bit cheaper over there uh yeah cool. all right well there you go that's dredge dredged dredge dredge uh yeah uh and it's available in next week next week so you have to wait you'll have to wait yep maybe luke yep. will talk about it no, because it's not out until after the podcast, right? Okay, fair enough. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. I don't fucking yeah. know. Yeah. Whatever. All right, we got a couple more games here. Both biggins. Um, mm. Diablo 4. I talked about this last year. Got a build to play. Yep. Very much liked it. I spent like 35 hours playing. Um, through a couple different characters. Super hooked. They did a, a closed um, beta for people that pre-ordered the game over the weekend. Um, Job, you got a, a, a key for it, jumped in, I did, you got I a did. chance to check it out. I didn't 
I didn't double down on it, sadly. But uh, no, it's a KFC fucking, reference. Well, we talked about it last week, right? And you were giving me shit. But then, then, right in our Discord, everyone frothed the idea, right? So fucking screw you, Luke. Right? I should have done it. I should have done it. Damn it. Uh, yeah, could have done it. Anyway, but you got a key. Well, I got a key. <laughs> the other way. Yeah. Uh, mad shout outs to who did it that way? Was it JB or Baz? I can't remember. One of them. One of them went went for it. Oh, fucking Johnny Bravo! Did you see this shit? He got fucking his card got blocked because he was buying fucking double downs from Australia. <laughs> And they're like, we've detected suspicious activity. So his yeah. fucking his credit card got blocked for buying fucking double downs. That's and, right. And he's and messaging he, them, being like, I'm buying Diablo. <laughs> I'm trying to buy double downs for a Diablo. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> Holy shit. Ah, oh, it's so good. It's legendary. Um anyway. Yes. I got to play it. Uh it's fucking awesome uh i really like it i mean there's there's some stuff there's some stuff that uh i think could be better but um so far i'm really enjoying it uh let's see right off the bat it's open ish world uh and yeah you're able to go fucking all over anyway. the place yeah at least you're just supposed to be able to. Yeah. And this, the build is like act one prologue. Yeah. Um, it restricts yeah. you a little bit. But um, yeah, and that that's cool. Um, rolling around, exploring stuff, getting to grips with the the uh, the map and achieving the, the sort of zone uh, progress type stuff, uh, which is kind of important. You get extra fucking pots out of it, which is good. Um, so, yeah, you roll around, fucking find dungeons. And, yeah. I don't know. Like, so far, so good. Uh, what did you play as? I played as a rogue. And, yeah, you get into the sort of the skill tree. And, I don't know. It's a bit of a fucking, bit of a scam. You get this feeling like, oh, I can. It's like Path of Exile. Uh, I can I can put points here and here and here and I'll I'll build it out, but it's not it's not at all. It's actually sort of just like it's just a a visual trick. Uh, you can put your points wherever the fuck you want, and you can respec whenever at, at the cost of gold. But uh, yeah, the uh, that skill tree is kind of linear. You've got like was it five six six nodes i think and you have to hit them all uh what's we really, don't have to hit them all well, you will hit them all unless you quit i mean you game. will hit them but you don't have to spec into them because you can put points wherever you want yeah in those are yeah yeah but like you, you know you want to have uh whatever your energy whatever your manner is you want to have a generation that, skill yeah. you want to have something that spends it you want to have something that fucking does 
uh, basic damage. You want to have like you want to have basically all of these things. So yeah, you can not use any of this shit. But I mean, you know, your gut says you're probably best off actually fucking specking into all of this, every single one of them. So, uh, yeah, it's kind of an illusion. Um, and the, the, the real shit is that, like, as you start to get some decent gear, that far and away dictates where you'll put your points more than anything. I had, I generally just put points wherever my uniques were buffing. Um, which was a good way to sort of experience the, the breadth of what the road class had to offer. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It does, it sort of robs you of a little bit of agency, a little bit of the ability to decide what you as a character are going to do, right? Then you get an ultimate. The rogue's ultimates are fucking garbage. Uh, the shadow clone might be okay, but... Like, you can sort of get it to a point where it's good, yeah. but the others are fucking trap. Oh. Okay. And the the trap, if as long as you spec it with the vacuum ability, mm -hmm. uh, that is also pretty good. Uh, Rain of Arrows is fucking trash. Um, I don't know how you'd make it good. Uh, but, like... Even then, like, even with the vacuum, it was good because I was rolling around with a pair of fucking barbarians. So I'd put the fucking trap down. It'd suck all the enemies into a fucking neat little fucking circle. And then the fucking, the barbarians <laughs> would come in for fucking hammer time and, like, swallop the fuck out of shit, right? Like, that's that's what made that shit work. It wasn't the, the spell itself, the trap itself. It was just how well it comboed with my fucking teammates, you know? Uh, Shadow, yeah, is generally good, but it's always been pretty good, you know? It's just sort of... I don't know, like, I don't know, Rogue, I sort of thought would play a bit more like Demon Hunter, mm -hmm. uh, but it doesn't. I don't know, you're not as mobile, you're not as nimble, uh, as the demon hunter was, I I think you don't because you got dodge, but you only got one dodge. I think I did have at one point. You can get multiple. I think yeah. I did have well, yeah, a couple, but that was gear related. Um, I don't know. I just want more mobility because a number of times what I found I was doing was like my character was very squishy and I'm rolling around with two barbarians and uh, Kadokan and Johnny Bravo and uh, I was doing like range damage but I also had traps uh, and yeah like I was you know I wasn't doing as much DPS as I could be so I'd specced into dash and I'd dash into the enemies drop my ta trap and then dash back out again and go back to doing ranged, ranged attacks. But like, it was sort of just, I'm just sort of doing the same thing over and over again. I, I, I just didn't find, I didn't find it to be a very interesting way to play uh, at the end of the day, but 
that was just how our group composition worked, you know? Sure. Um, yeah. Outside of that, uh, like, I, yeah, I had fucking loads of fun because there's loads of interesting things to do. Like, we were rolling around. So, basically, on the, uh, I think it must have been Sunday, um, we worked out that the world boss was going to spawn at 5 p.m., I'd hit level 25 already. Uh, Kidokin and Johnny Bravo were level 20 and 19, respectively. And we're like, okay, we got to all get to 25 before we get to the world boss. And it was, that was fucking cool. We, like, the fucking race was on. But we were just like hunting down anywhere that we might be able to find some fucking XP. <laughs> uh, yeah. We're doing like, Every dungeon we came across, we just fucking run in and do it as fast as we fucking could. Uh, yeah, there's some fucking cool fights. Those strongholds. Uh, so on the map. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And you take them over, and you get like a new little fucking village. That's cool. I like that shit. Mm. Um, yeah. Whether that we we actually tried one of them, and yeah. we were like. What, three points under level or something? Three, four? Yeah, three or four. Three or four? Yeah. Yep. And got, like, wiped. <laughs> we were pretty close. Well, we got up to the boss, and then we were never going to do the boss. No, you got, like, not even a quarter of the way through. Yeah. We were just getting fucked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which was pretty entertaining. Uh -huh. um, and then, yeah, we just went away for a bit and came back and fucking walloped him. Um, yeah. But, yeah. So yeah, we did a couple of those. That was good. Um, just finding quests to do and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, just roll around this fucking giant world. And you can teleport pretty easily back and forth. Like jump back to the Kyiva Shad or whatever the fuck the main place is called. Uh, but you can also like from there, then just take one of your teammates' portals and go join mm -hmm. them. Which is good because it means like you're not stuck waiting around for your fucking. Oh come on, dickheads! Like I'm gonna. Mm. I don't want to fucking wait. I'm done. Right. At one point, we like split up. Yeah. And you were doing like your class quest. I was doing <laughs> mine. Com like completely opposite sides of. You were like north. Yeah. West Northwest, somewhere, yeah. and I yeah. was like southwest. Yeah. J JB, I don't know. Was it JB was playing? I'm yeah, not sure. JB was fighting around. I don't know. I don't <laughs> yeah. Know. Like, we, so we were all in a group, yeah. but we weren't actually with each other at that point. Like, we'd run off for like 30 minutes to go to our own thing, which is pretty cool. It was good. Yeah. And then, yeah, you just returned to the same town and... Yeah, you just you showed up at my, uh, my dungeon at one point because, yeah. like, I got invaded by the butcher. Yeah. <laughs> and he just... F Lapped me around, and I'm yeah. like, "What the fuck is going on here?" <laughs> he he killed me, and then just bailed. <laughs> uh, yeah, which is that was cool. We fought a uh, butcher as our first boss as well, and I'm starting mm. to think, based on that experience you had, we weren't supposed to. Like, it was just a bit of a fucking a monkey in the wrench. Well, yeah, yeah. no. Apparently, he was just like spawning into people's games. He was like a red rare spawn that's cool they had must have they flick something on <laughs> um because you could go like look on youtube of, or twitch of people 
just getting slapped by this guy. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Gold. Uh, it's pretty good. And yeah, we did make... Oh, fucking... In our race to 25, uh, Kidokan made it with, I don't know, about an hour to spare. No, not an hour, but like a good 15 minutes. But uh, JP was still a ways off and mm. we literally dinged with less than 60 seconds before the world boss spawned. Yep. Uh, piss bolted down. Killed the world boss. That fight was cool. What I really liked was the camera zooms out. And it gives you this brand new sense of scale about the fight because uh, it feels completely different at that point. I don't think, you know, it's not like fucking, it's not Company of Heroes 3 too zoomed in or anything like that, but it is generally more zoomed in in Diablo uh, 4. And I, I like it. I think it works. But then, yeah, this zoom out, like, yeah, suddenly you're taking on something fucking huge. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that was fucking cool. Um, some good loot i got like yeah well i got two two good pieces uh out of that fight which was nice uh but yeah you could you could sort of tell you guys are under leveled as well because um there's a stun bar on bosses on bosses yeah and you can stun them and um they'll have different effects on them but i know for that particular boss you can like cut off its limbs and do things like that and it'll change up its attacks Oh, okay. Well, yeah, at right. least that was in the BlizzCon build that I played. Yeah, right. Like, shit, three or four years ago. Damn. Um, so, yeah, I'm assuming that's still in there, but we didn't we didn't do that. Um, I was having the hardest time with that fight because he did this fucking this big circle sweep, uh, and the fucking range on it was huge, and yeah. it would one shot me. No matter what. And I'm talking, <laughs> I was waiting till my health got to sub 5% and then I double pot, right? And it would heal and then it would tick down too far for me to heal through or I'd start healing the moment it hits. Still ticked too low for me to heal through. Like I just, I could not fucking live through that hit. And then like, I'm like, I don't know how the fuck I'm supposed to do this. How the fuck are you guys not dying? Because uh, Kadokan and JB were standing in like the fucking middle. And I'm like, how are you not dying to this fucking sweep? And he's like, they're like, oh no, it misses. It misses if you're under his feet. I'm like, oh, okay. But I'm fucking spec for range. So uh, I had to basically change like exactly everything about how I was playing. I'm suddenly like, I'd gone like now I'm using my dash to dash back under his feet whenever he does this big swipe and stuff and uh but otherwise I'm trying to stay far enough away that I can actually do my ranged attacks and stuff it was fucking bananas man it was very hectic um we did yeah I'm pretty sure I got the final hit pretty sure mm. I got the final hit I wouldn't know because JB's recording didn't actually show the last like 30 seconds of the fight because he was dead. The fucking, oh my God. The discussion that we were having about whether you should tap or, or wait to be rezzed. Wait to be rezzed. Oh, I don't know, man. You no, because like you lose, so close. you lose durability. So you, you can do it. You can, you can tap like 
a good six times without a huge detriment to your fucking character. You know, like, and you're back in the fight. The DPS lost, if you're waiting for someone to get you the fuck back up, is significant. It's more than what would be lost from you losing it to your durability. As one of, as either Kadokan or JB pointed out, if you always lose 10%, you can never lose 100% because it's incremental, right? But then, as I pointed out, at some point, a single tap will break everything on your fucking body. So uh, you should probably keep an eye on it. Uh, but yeah, anyway. It's, uh, it's, it's good. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, I'm keen to play it again this weekend. Uh, try. I was going to try Sorcerer, but uh, I've seen a lot of people saying that they're mad overpowered. I might go like Druid instead. I don't know. Druid seems like it might be a goer. Yeah. I played a Fire Sorceress and I think... Oh, you're a wizard. Uh, yeah, wizard. Sorcerer, wizard. Same right. shit. Mage. Um, yeah. They're all spellcasters. I, uh, I don't know. Like, I think maybe it was the least fun that I've had out yeah, of the, right. the bunch that I've played. Um, he just felt like a little bit too slow for me. Um, and that the... I don't know. The impact of the spells didn't quite feel as significant as um, like a lightning mage or you know playing as the uh barbarian or yeah. that sort of stuff like just not as hefty um i got got to a point where you, you unlock the specialization for the character that made things a little bit better because basically that was like a um the one i i specced into was whenever i killed something they would explode and oh, so yeah. you could call it, call it like um especially for the enemies that were a little bit easier to kill um they would all die in like one hit because it'd start this massive chain yeah. um which which sort of made things a little bit better in those later fights but um i just feel like i had a better time with the lightning mage it just like a lot of shit going on and um had more fun with the the, the rogue class when i played it and the barbarian um i switched over a little bit to like a frost mage uh, a frost sorcerer for a bit and that, yep. that was kind of cool um, interesting effects being able to freeze enemies at a certain time um, calling blizzards um, yeah seems alright but I think I don't know I'm keen to check out Necromancer maybe this yeah. next weekend um, I mean if you're going to play as a druid yeah um, I think there's a few different ways you can sort of spec into that one yeah so I don't know I'm uh, yeah I'm, I'm definitely having fun with it still yeah um, it's, it's really good I'll be interested so, to see how much I want to play it this weekend versus whether just or not wait. I just want to wait until it's out yeah. you know like yeah you know like how many times will you have played through the fucking start now <laughs> well you're going to be speedrunning cunts at some point you can fucking sell four. that shit right I think, I think that was my fifth playthrough maybe <laughs> no fourth would have been my fourth yeah you yeah. can you can fucking WTS first act. I escaped on everything run. this weekend. <laughs> like whenever someone was talking, I'm like, out, I'm out. 
skip 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 <laughs> um like i knew where everything was all that sort of stuff yeah yeah but all right um that's uh that's diablo 4 actually everyone can play it this weekend open open beta everyone can play it uh we had fucking seven people going at once yeah uh which is good you know what it's gonna be interesting to see if they fix these um connection issues they were, they were definitely a lot better on um sunday and monday i didn't have yes. any uh, at all no. I sorry i didn't have any on sunday uh, yeah we had one minute queues yeah not 300 minute queues first day was, was 30 better. minutes uh i had 90 minutes first day yeah i mean i was getting like a hundred and something but it wasn't that long it was like 25 30 minutes max yeah right to yeah. wait the estimates weren't on point but the was problem was relief. that we were dropping off they fixed and that pretty quick they did but like it was a bummer to wait mm. through the full queue play for 25 minutes and then get booted or have the right. game crash and then have to queue again or i got some error i was very close to rage quitting but i don't know too many people appeared to be having fun so i i didn't get that error at all i i think i played for an hour and a half and then i had to go do some stuff and came back and they must have fixed it by then because no one else had i don't know no one else was having problems by the time i jumped back in after that other than the connection like dropping out um for that specific day that seemed okay so yeah i'm I'm sort of curious what happens this weekend if they've managed to sort it out or if there's more people that are going to be i assume there's going to be more people playing because it's going to be open um it's really going to put us you know stress test on there that's what they're trying to do so we'll see what kind of bizarre uh errors pop up Mm. so yeah yep all right well there you go um one more game here redfall you and i had a chance to play this um last week over at the bethesda offices offices um and redfall is a first person shooter um with looter elements it's created by arcane studios who uh have developed dishonored prey uh, and recently um death loop the studios split off um after dishonored 2 and started making their own sort of separate games um prey was arcane austin and then death loop was arcane leon um and redfall is being made by the uh austin studio uh it's a uh game set in a on an island where the sun has been blocked out and vampires are roaming around um and there's no way to escape the island there's something weird going on Mm. the uh the water around the island has you know receded out back into the ocean Uh, there's massive waves everywhere and you are trying to figure out what is going on uh, at Redfall, which is the name of the town. Uh, it's a four-player, well, up to four-player co-op. Um, it's got, each character's got different types of abilities you can run around with. Uh, there are um, uh, sort of like movement abilities that you can spec into, a, a just a, a standard power, and then like an ultimate ability um, for each of these characters, uh, I played as a character named uh, Dev, who had this um, 
almost like a frisbee that he could throw out and teleport to um who did you have that and what was their movement ability uh i can't find jeff uh, you had jeff i had jeff <laughs> uh oh mate jeff uh i had layla yeah uh, and she had the elevator yeah and sounds terrible they said that, and I'm like, that's the worst superpower I've ever heard of. Like, what's your superpower? I make elevators. You're like, you go back of the line. I'm sorry. Um, There's like, no way you're getting picked in Superhero Academy. Well, I I thought it would be good for the, you know, the verticality. I'd be able to get up on some rooftops and shit that other people yeah. wouldn't be able to get up to. And that is literally exactly... What she was good for. Um, she also had an umbrella. Okay. Um, that would, like, soak up damage. Okay. I used it once. Mm. And then I was like... Because I couldn't fire. I couldn't shoot while I was using this fucking umbrella. Ah, so I'm okay. like... What's the point? Well, okay, so what? Now they're just a lot closer to me in shooting. This mm. is good. And she has a vampire ex-boyfriend who she can call in who will come and rip the shit out of everyone. That's and fun. That was actually pretty good. Um, yeah. That was pretty good. Uh, so I didn't... But, like, I got the feeling like she was sort of a support character. Like, sort of be really good in a co-op game. Like a tank. She's like a bit of a tank. Take, take a bit of focus yeah, like, away while everyone else shoots. And, you know, she can put these fucking lifts down and anyone can use them. And the way she can spec them out means that, um, like, you can really actually, like, modify them because you can spec all your different powers out and stuff. Uh, make them your own. Like, if, if you really like the umbrella for some fucking reason, uh, you've got a lot of options to make the umbrella. I was going to say even better, but just better. Yeah. Uh, or, or you know, slightly usable. Uh, mm. but the uh the lift, yeah, I, could, I was able to fucking do it so that like when you bounced on it, I could put down a second lift immediately, so I'd have two double lift. Double lift. You didn't mention this before. Oh, this yeah. changes. Oh yeah. Everything. Right. Right. <laughs> it's huge. Two lifts, baby. Yeah. Um, She's moving up in this line. Second last now. <laughs> Um, the other one that was good was, uh, when you or any teammates used, like jumped on the lift and it was basically just a bounce pad. I keep saying lift, but it's basically a bounce pad. Uh, just to clarify, uh, yeah. Whenever any of you used it, uh, it would create a shockwave that would knock back or knock down any enemies nearby. And what was really good, uh, is that there is fall damage in this game, but not if you've just recently used the fucking lift. There's no fall damage after the lift. So uh, okay. what I was doing was I was jumping off very high places into groups of enemies, and before I would land, I'd drop the lift, and then I would bounce off it. That would create the shock wave, and then I'd land, and they'd still be stunned, and I'd fucking blap the shit out of them, which was fucking cool. That was rad. Um, yeah, that found felt really fucking good to, to pull off. Uh, I will admit that 
uh, a couple of times I attempted to pull off this maneuver and didn't place the lift in time and so I just cratered in the middle of a bunch of fucking enemies but uh, still managed to get away with it that was fine I, I, I went okay and uh, yeah I uh, I don't know man it's a I don't know. She's kind of lame, but she wound up being pretty useful because the, yeah, just the ability to like completely leap over. Like, so the the preview we were playing, we were supposed to all go to this one house uh, and you go to the house and some some spooky Stuff shit happens. would happen. Uh, yeah. Won't go into it in too many, too much detail, but, uh, like the writing's on point. The writing's fucking cool. It's like it's fucking arcane through and through. I thought they fucking nailed that shit. Um and yeah. The different ways people went away about going into that house is is very interesting to hear. Cause I being able to fucking bounce over everything, I just like went up around the outside with my fucking sniper rifle, popped all the there were like these special vampires that had sniper mm. rifles and popped all of them from ages away uh and then i just like bounced straight up onto the fucking roof and walked in through the attic and yep. it was definitely the quickest way to fucking get it done uh but yeah how did you get in the house i um so i looped around the right hand side up the um one of the cliff faces and, and like stabbed a bunch of vampires in the back um, and then got down to the um, the greenhouse cleared that out and then went over to the main house the manor and um, Davinda's uh, gadget that he throws out I basically threw that on top of the house teleported to it and then uh, took out a bunch of the um, vampires on that roof, and then yeah, through the, uh, I guess the the weird addict that was whatever was going on there. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, so very is, similar to you. Yeah. Because <laughs> you got mobility abilities, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I don't know, man. It's just because not everyone had them, right? Uh. Nate was playing as Jacob, who has the raven. And uh, to hear him tell that, it was a fucking hack. Because you send this raven out, and it can fly through walls, and it just spots everyone. And so he knows where everyone is at all times, uh, which is fucking crazy. He can cloak himself. Like That seems like the one you might do if you're soloing, like playing all the time on your own because you're always able to fucking pick out the best best route and yeah. stuff but yeah. yeah uh i don't think i would play this game solo hmm. like we played this preview solo i would prefer to not play this game solo i still had a lot of fun and a lot of that comes from the fact that it's it's arcane's like storytelling chops um i think the game like is there uh the gameplay is there but you can like uh, i don't know i reckon you can tell is built with fucking co-op in mind 
right? I know I've seen a couple of fucking interviews recently. And they're like, oh no, it was built as a single player game. I just don't think that's the case. Well, no, I think it's interesting because, um, like, well, I'll go back to like the abilities that he had. Um, he had a javelin that he could throw out and Divinity it would like, yeah, it yeah. would, it would, um, like electrocute enemies that were nearby. And then again, like there's a skill tree and you can change how a lot of these abilities work. Um, and then his ultimate ability was a, um, a UV black light that he like stakes in a, or sticks in the ground and then it sits there and any vampires that come into range get turned into like stone. They kind of like freeze. Um, and then you can just kind of walk up and bash them and they'll explode. And so I I think the environments around the all of these areas and the encounters that I got into, like think about the manner we went in, how, I don't know, like three other people running around that with you just feels kind of a bit confined. Like there's not a lot of space, it feels like. Yeah, right. Um, yeah it just felt like how, how like how do you tackle this as a um as a co-op game it just feels like there's not a ton of room I th- uh, but also i'm also interested to see like how they then tackle the enemies and how the enemies factor into oh there's another player here now like is it just purely more enemies or is it you know they're changing health totals or like what happens there because yeah I, I think we'll get into it but like i uh i th- thought the combat was quite easy and so like how do you then if there's more people helping you yeah what happens then yeah well i mean i definitely think that they'd have to significantly ramp up the number of enemies and the health pool of the enemies because i also found it to be quite easy uh and quite exploitable uh the which is bizarre because i i read a couple of reviews today yeah. and everyone said it was hard a hard game i don't know that is insane what happened <laughs> no. no no idea uh yeah. but i thought it was so easy well once i understood the how the game worked yeah. i thought it was problematic in terms of difficulty yes Far too simple. Uh, so what I would want is a lot more enemies and for them to have a larger radius of uh, awareness and also uh, more health when you add more players. And what then what that would do is because of the way, like, I think that would really help in a lot of ways because with four people, there would be this element of claustrophobia when you go indoors uh, and there are, you know, when you're doing the nests and stuff, like I yep. think it'd cluster you together. And then if you sent an overwhelming number of enemies, then that would feel really fucking panicky. That would mm-hmm. actually have the desired effect. That's why I actually think that single player just isn't it, right? Like, cause it's, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't difficult enough or challenging enough to, to be scary. So the, the theme is there, but in the gameplay, it just didn't shine through. Uh, and that's why I think by, you know, generally adding players in co-op makes games easier, generally, uh, depending on the players. I mean, Grey Squirrel wasn't helping 
<laughs> at all when we were trying to do the fucking stronghold in Diablo 4. Literally just walked away. Literally just walked away while I was trying to fucking... After I'd fucking rezzed him. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, generally, adding players in co-op is supposed to help uh, and, and make things easier, but it doesn't have to. And if you can use it to create an, a sense of claustrophobia, a, a sense of overwhelming pressure, then it can turn into it. Like, it's probably the closest that aliens came to Alien, the, the latest one, Fireteam, Fireteam Elite. The closest that game came to feeling good was when uh, there were th like three of you, like me and two other people, and they were sending as many fucking enemies as they could. Uh, that was the closest it came because it actually felt overwhelming and that's the essence of the Aliens experience to me, you know? Um, but yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm keen to play a co-op, but we'll see. Hmm. We'll see what they do with it, you know? I'm yeah. Um, so did you do any nests at all or like what yeah. sort of side activities did you get up to? Yeah, I did, uh, I did a nest. Uh, I was about to do the second nest and I think I ran out of time because uh, I was just sort of fucking about running around. Uh, I went the wrong way. I got told I'd gone the wrong way. We could go anywhere, uh, but they were like, uh, try and go in this direction. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I went the wrong way. But uh, that's okay. I didn't mind. Um, took me forever. I found some fucking popcorn machine and stuff like that. It's got all this, like, sort of... These extra side quests and stuff that you can do um, that you don't necessarily need to, but... Uh, some of them seem to lead to interesting story beats and stuff, so maybe worth checking out. Um, and then, yeah, I did a nest. I found that super confusing, to be honest. Uh, couldn't yeah. qu quite work out. Like, so I destroyed the heart, which f was for some reason completely unguarded. Was that the uh, one where you go in through the screen? Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was cool. That that screen effect, yeah, that was fucking cool. Uh, but so, but basically, like it was like a projector on the wall, um, showing a bunch of different pictures, and then when you switched, I don't know, when you interacted with it, it like made the wall disappear, and you could walk into the what was on the screen. It looked kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the heart was was like unguarded so yeah i don't know it was it was a little bit odd i thought um it was unguarded no the, yeah. uh, mine had pe mine had enemies in there yeah, mine didn't sorry uh, the 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 to get into there was no one around the heart but like there was like yeah. three enemies on the way yeah there were there were people on the way but yeah okay once i got to the heart there's no one i'm like oh, yeah i was like are we gonna, am i gonna get attacked or is like what's gonna happen here um kind of strange maybe maybe later on you get attacked or something because it was more of a case just like hold e on this thing yeah and detach this the bits the tentacles and then go around do that four times these, these things right and you get loot yeah and so like once you kill the hearts you've got a minute to leave the nest um 
but it was kind of unclear and i don't know if you found that we haven't talked about this but i've talked to other people i thought i needed to leave otherwise i'd die like yeah. it was like you need to leave you got a minute left and so i was fucking like oh shit i gotta go and so i just kind of just left yeah um and there are things on the walls that you can shoot and there will be like loot behind them and apparently there's like secret doors as well that can let you leave quicker right um but I so I didn't make it out of the nest, and then it just kind of kicked me back to the main yeah. hub, like the main area. I was like, oh, okay. Clearly, I misunderstood what I was supposed to do there. Yeah, I still don't have a good grasp on what it was supposed to do. Yeah, because um, it did pop up and say what to do, and clearly, <laughs> I, I I don't know if I misread it, but everyone I've spoken to about it yeah. has fucked it up somehow. Yeah, yeah, so. for sure yeah um but i thought the you know the projector thing was cool um i did do the popcorn one where you had to go find the the popcorn machine and then take it back to your main fire station to repair the popcorn machine yep i did that yep um there was some funky funky vampire that came and attacked me that like blinded me and put like a shroud around the air that around my vision so i couldn't oh, yeah, really see cool. yeah fought that thing yep um went and cleared some safe houses yeah that sort of stuff those are cool too i like them the rook showed up um, right fucking hilarious I didn't really understand like what was going on with what like why why was this bar increasing well, was it something i was doing or yeah is it were... always incrementally increasing no you're upsetting the vampires by killing special vampires or yeah. stuff like that and he's like the vampire police or whatever yeah they send us like a super vampire after you yeah but yeah. there would be points where it would just increase and i wasn't doing anyway, anything right i yeah. felt like maybe it was on a timer or something as well yeah maybe yeah um so he showed up at the end i blapped him or it um because again like going back to the combat everything is just it's about to jump at you and so you, yeah. you move left and yeah. it jumps past and then I just found the combat once I figured out like how I was supposed to be playing. I was, I was kind of very cautious when I first started. Yep. And then by the last like 20 minutes, I was like literally running around yep. taking on like 20, 30 vampires at a time yep. and not having any problem. Uh, and that was the point where I was like, is this game too easy or am I too overpowered <laughs> I, like i didn't change any of the weapons they gave me i'm yeah. overpowered because they've made me overpowered or is this the game or yeah like i was very confused about what how how is supposed to approach the combat because i never found it challenging once i figured out like what i was supposed to do i got this uv gun so i was using the state gun for as my sniper rifle for a while and that was fantastic but yeah. I got this UV lamp gun mm. and it kind of trivialized the entire game. Right. Uh, against the vampires, yes. It doesn't vampires. work against no, the cultists. it doesn't, doesn't do much. <laughs> they just give them the sunburn. Sun, sunburn. Yeah. Uh, but the rook showed up and I painted him with this thing and then just fucking emptied into him with a shotgun and he was dead. It was about a five second encounter. I'm like, all right. Well, that's was probably not how that was supposed to go down i think he was supposed to be scary mm. uh but yeah anyway 
Uh, yeah, I don't know. It, if, if the big takeaway is either, you know, we were given to the we weapons that were too good or yeah, it's too hard the to game tell. is generally too easy. Like that's, that's easy. That's a, that's a pretty quick fix, you know, like you don't have to worry too much about that. Um, it, the main thing is that it feels like they nailed the, the stuff that really matters. Uh, arcaniness. Yeah, the arcaniness. <laughs> uh, maybe not as much stealth as I would like. Uh, it felt kind of hard to put some stealth on, but I didn't have a stealth character. Um, like, I think Nate's character was more stealthy. Uh, Jacob has, like, a invisibility and stuff. Like, yeah, I get the feeling Layla was is a tank, you know, and is supposed to just go out there and fucking get into shit. So I didn't have that situation yeah. going on, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely curious to see how the exploration unfolds and, um, like the scavenging side of it. Cause I, I did go through a couple of different buildings and it was a case of like, Oh, there's a, a, um, like I came across some safes at some points and that yep. had gear in it like there, there seemed to be a lot of places you could get into and there would be stuff to go and explore like multi-levels yep. and all that sort of stuff so like I like that aspect of it um, but also again from the snapshot that we played it's hard to tell whether or that that's going to be important like yeah. is, is there any reason to do that stuff later on um so that's something I'm I'm sort of interested to see what happens there. And the other thing is I kind of and I don't know if there's more to come, but that map felt kind of small. Yeah, to me. Hmm. I I didn't think so, but I mean, well, we ran from nearly I don't know. We started at the north and not not in the middle, but quite north of the middle. Yeah. And then we ran basically down to the south. Yeah. I didn't I feel like it was like a lot of area. So I don't know if, if we've only seen like one section of the map, if it comes, if it expands more, like what are these, there's different districts in there. Like how do they sort of factor into what's going on? And um, I, I guess the thing is if a lot of those buildings are explorable and you can go into them, if, it, if there's a reason to do a bunch of that, yeah. then potentially the map is not that small like there's there's stuff to go and collect and all that sort of thing but if there is no reason to do any of that then that's where i sort of am a bit worried of like it seems kind of small because i can just run just run from point a to point b clear like do safe houses and then i'm good um because there was stuff along the way where i was like oh this is kind of cool i'm gonna go check out this like uh there's was like a, a sporting goods store and yeah. um i went into like a, a church at one point and um just weird like a restaurant and like that sort of stuff is cool and um there seems to be stuff happening around like at one point i got to somebody's house and there was a fight breaking out between i think there were cultists and vampires and they had like traps set up around the area um and like turrets that were shooting each other like there was some sort of engagement happening between the ai and then yep. I couldn't figure out how to get into the house that they were sort of protecting 
um so yeah i I think if they do a good job of the the tier based like loot system you know because there was like hey here's a a common item or a you know a green and it goes up all the way up to i think it was like gold was the highest one in there um so like if that stuff becomes meaningful and there's it sort of rewards you for going and doing a bunch of that scavenging and rummaging through houses and i think yeah they probably okay with the you know the housing sort of situation especially if you're playing co-op you're like i'm gonna go you know we'll clear this area you guys take that house blah 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 um you know if loot's instance that'll be interesting or if it's free for all i don't know i guess we'll see right yeah yeah Yeah. um it's it's gonna be there's there's a lot there's a lot of unknowns you know I don't know. I thought it was bizarre that it was single player. The preview. The preview, yeah. Considering that like everything I've seen from them has been showcasing co-op. Uh, yeah. And then like even the assets we got sent <laughs> had... They were all basically... Well, most of them were like co-op assets. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that's fair <laughs> enough. Um, yeah. There's, I guess some news came out this week as well about them doing a bit of an overhaul for the always online stuff yep. um whether or not that ends up happening before or after release we'll find yeah. out yeah yep um but yeah i don't know is there much else to say uh james urbaniak uh nobody confirmed this with me but james urbaniak aka dr rusty venture from the venture pros is 100% the voice of the hollow man nobody will ever fucking convince me different uh i'm i heard it and it it completely fucking derailed me from the entire like they do like an intro presentation before we started playing and uh and he was talking i'm like oh my fucking god is that is that rusty venture what the fuck and it completely fucking sidetracked me i didn't listen to anything in the presentation just thought about the venture bros so uh that's that's all i got okay i'm pretty sure it's him i'm i would say 95 percent sure yeah i have not seen anyone mention it uh but yeah it was driving me bonkers so there you go you heard it here first they didn't say i couldn't mention it either so uh yeah world exclusive world exclusive uh yeah you you can't say that it's trademarked shit yeah mr worldwide (laughs) is that Um, can i say that no you can't do that either oh fuck no it's all locked up congratulations you play yourself yeah um anyway there you go i'll tell you what i am it's it's very different to what they've done in the past. Like, oh yeah. I I, I was a, and you know I, I really enjoyed Dishonored one and two. Uh, I liked Prey, had some issues, really liked Deathloop, but like all those games are very similar in nature in terms of what they're doing. They've got these like, they're all built in these really hyper realized worlds with um, very stylized characters and uh systems that behave 
in weird manners with each other, like with different abilities. Like they're all sort of very similar, but still different. Yeah. Um, whereas this feels like a departure for them. That's you can cool. see, you can sort of see that DNA in there. Yeah. But it seems like something different. And I'm curious to see what the reception will be for this one. Yeah. Because it, it doesn't feel like, I don't know. While, while yes, we talked about how, oh, you can play it stealthy and all that sort of stuff. It, it doesn't feel as deep for those sort of systems. Yeah. So, like you said, like I was playing the wrong character, couldn't really do it. Yeah. Uh, maybe that changes later on, but still. Um, yeah, so I, I'm, uh, I don't know. We'll see what they what people think of this one. I guess it'll be on Game Pass, which is cool. Um, yeah. So hopefully you'll be able to play with a lot of friends if you got Game Pass and that sort of stuff. And yeah, um, I'm I'm definitely interested in, you know, when this one comes out in is May, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, there you go. That's Redfall. Anything else you wanted to say? Are we done? We're done. Cool. Um. Hopefully we should, at some point, we'll get to play some co-op with this thing. Yes. See how it, see how it goes. That'd be good. Yeah. Okay. Mm. All right. Well, there you go. That's the games for this week. Uh, a bit more than last week. Nearly double the action. Um, making up for it. A couple exclusives. Do the, do the sound effect. World exclusive. Yeah. Nice. Um, let's do some news. Kicking off the thing. Some sad news. Mm. Uh, Lance Reddick. It's passed away at the age of 60. Um, obviously a, uh, a very well-known actor um, yep. in both television movies and in video games as well. Um, yep. Some big, really big games. Uh, most recently, I guess, in Horizon Forbidden West. Yep. Uh, but also a part of games such as destiny 2 or a recurring character in destiny 2 major character yeah um and i i think they're the two probably big ones people would know yeah lance from in terms of video game side keep popping back um and, and also apparently like a big destiny player like thousands of hours <laughs> that that <laughs> like that sort of thing so really um uh, really big. I know you're a big uh, Wire fan as well. Yes. The Wire, uh, sorry. The Wire fan. He was, he was a lot of fun to follow on Twitter as well because he'd just do lines from, like, stuff. People would, like, ask him to just do some lines and he'd just record himself doing it, which was pretty slick. Uh, but, yes, uh, he was amazing in, in The Wire uh, and... Uh, pretty sure that's the first place i saw him but uh he was a highlight of basically everything that he showed up in uh yeah anytime he, he was he was around uh it was always better for him being in it i uh specifically noted that his performance in forbidden west was the highlight of the uh game's narrative and uh I mean, he was playing a, a really good character, but he nailed the the performance of it. So, um, yeah, it's yeah, it's pretty rough. Uh, mm-hmm. It's it's sad, and uh, yeah, I think he'll be missed. 
uh, in a lot of different a lot of different places, you know, uh, a lot of different fields, because he really was just fucking great. Uh, everyone should watch Corporate. I think I've said it before, but everyone should watch Corporate. He was in it and uh, phenomenal, like spectacular. <laughs> Definitely worth watching. And uh, how was he in the Resident Evil TV show? We don't talk about that one. Uh, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't watch it, but uh, <laughs> you definitely I did. I I didn't hear. Uh, great. I things. thought you watched the first episode. I did watch the first episode. I didn't watch the oh, whole okay. fucking season. Uh, yeah. No. Well, like. Yeah. Good God. Anyway, that wasn't on yep. him. That wasn't on him again. It wasn't on him. That TV show was just. What were they thinking? Hmm. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Very sad news. Um, you reminded me of something while you were talking about Twitter. Uh, and so I put this story in real quickly. Uh, Marvel Spider-Man, Tony, Marvel Spider-Man's two, Tony Todd won't shut up on Twitter. Um, (laughs) he was, uh, so he, he is playing, um, Candyman's. Well, yeah, people would know him from like Candyman or like a lot of horror films like Final Destination. He played the um, coroner in in that one. Um, The Rock? The the Rock? Okay. Was he in that? Yeah, remember? He's like, uh, he's the dude with the knife. He's like, I will take pleasure in gutting you, boy. And then Nick Cage is like, I will take pleasure in gutting you, boy. Fucking amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Um, all right, so he's in The Rock and a bunch of horror films. Uh, <laughs> and also, he's in Marvel's Spider-Man 2 as Venom. Um, anyway, anytime any news comes out about Marvel Spider-Man 2, it's because of Tony Todd saying shit on Twitter. Um, <laughs> anyway, he just keeps doing it. I don't know if it's, if it's intentional or what's going on. Uh, but this was in relation to him saying, um, he's basically just answering a question from somebody... Um, about spider-man 2 and he was like yeah i'm here in like september is when that's coming out we've done a bunch of ads and ads will start rolling out in august and then (laughs) and then uh it was a series of tweets of him looking to try and bury that tweet uh and then i saw one where it was like him in a pool being like i'm gonna keep my mouth shut Uh, amazing. Yeah. Uh, so it sound, it's sort of sounding like um, September is pretty locked in. I, I think I saw VGC ran an article as well saying that that's kind of similar to what they've heard. Yeah. Um, right. Anyway, I, I'm super keen for that Spider-Man game. So yeah, um, I'm sure we hear about more what's going on with that one soon. Um, there you go. Uh, some other big news here. Um, let's go with the other one first. Jake Solomon is uh, opening a new studio. Who uh, He was working at Firaxis. Yep. Um, and this comes from a podcast by Simon Parkins, uh, who's a, a journalist. Um, and they were basically talking about like what's, what's up next for, for Jake. Uh, and so he was the creative director on XCOM, XCOM 2, and then most recently Marvel's Midnight Suns. He ended up um, leaving there recently, and I guess we were discussing. This sounds more like a 
you know, a mutually, like, e- you need to leave type thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, because that was not received very well. Um, sorry, sales-wise. It was critically re- well-received, um, but it didn't do well in sales. And so the studio head and also Jake ended up departing basically the same time. Um and it seemed like we were pretty... I don't know. I'm going to say we were pretty right on this one. It, uh, this seems yeah. more like a forced thing of... Yeah. You know, thank you. But we're going to f- find someone else now. Yeah. Um, I guess what's interesting here is he sort of talked about like what he wants to do next. Um, he's made a couple of turn-based strategy games. It sounds like he's going to go a diff- different direction for, for whatever's next. Um, yep. I think he's a very talented designer. And so I will be right there whenever that next thing comes out yep. that he makes. I, you know, I had the chance to interview him like 10, 12 years ago, I think, um, yeah. for the very first XCOM. And he's clearly a very smart person. So, yeah, I, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm super keen to see what he does next with his new team. Yeah, uh, I'm, uh, yes, intrigued because... Uh, I've heard, I saw the rumors that it won't be anything at all, like at XCOM. So, uh, I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. there's, 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 the, uh, the gates are wide open, right? Like, shit, it could be anything. And, fuck, smashed out of the park last time. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I will just add as well, if you've not played Marvel's Midnight Suns, I still think it's very good. I drop in regularly to play a couple of rounds. It's 50% off at the moment on Steam. Um, you could probably get it cheaper. Potentially on GMG. I'm not sure. I haven't checked. Yep. Just having a look now. Um, but yeah, I think that in terms of the systems and the designs of that game, uh, extremely good. Um, so if you get an opportunity to check that one out, I, I would. Uh, it's 40 bucks on GMG. Yeah, which is cheaper than Steam. And there's probably a coupon you could use as well. So it might be below. It's in the $30 mark somewhere at this point. Nice. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, the last piece of news here, and it's probably the big one, Counter-Strike 2 has officially been revealed by Valve. This is like a two weeks in the process of a lot of leaks right Jeez. Uh, yep so um it's it's happening counter-strike is being moved over or csgo is being moved over to the source 2 engine yep. uh which will include a bunch of um th- there was like a lot of chatter beforehand from people that have sort of been playing this the last couple of months that have gone to valve and checked it out and yep. there were rumors out there being like hey it's not really counter-strike 2 it's more of a thing that's being ported over. Um, that's sort of true and it's not. It's it's Yes, it is that original Counter-Strike Go game that's being moved over the new engine, but they are doing new things gameplay-wise and, and uh, graphical fidelity-wise to bring this up to scratch because it is now... What, what was CSGO? Is it like 11 years ago? 12 years ago? I think it was 2012, yeah. right? Go, Really? really i feel like that's 10 years ago 11 years ago 2012 yeah. was 11 yeah yeah 2012 august 2012 it came out 
Yeah. Um, so it's been Five, a while. 10 years. Jeez, 11 years. It's crazy. Yep. Um, so what are they doing here, Job? They've got uh, volumetric smoke grenades. So yep. smoke grenades are getting an overhaul. Yep. Um, you'll be able to shoot through or manipulate the smoke yeah. uh, to disperse it. Which it's is pretty, pretty cool. wild. I think it's pretty cool. Hmm. I, I've, you know, watching it in action, I, I think it's an interesting, like, way to change things up. Uh, because, yeah, like, if if you've watched it happen, like, it it carves little holes in the fucking smoke, hmm. and uh, in a game where like information's everything, that might be all you need to just have a punt through the fucking smoke meanwhile at the pro tier you know those guys are so good at fucking pinpointing and tracing back fire and like actually getting uh, shots on players who are firing into smoke anyway like yeah i think there's a lot to that the you throw a grenade and it, uh it basically explodes the smoke away for a second and then it comes back that's cool uh like i think it'll be really interesting to see how this impacts uh high level play uh it's not going to do anything to the way i play because i don't play counter-strike anymore but uh yeah i'm i'm excited for what it does for the game itself yeah it also looks like the smoke from what i was reading is like color-coded as well so you'll be able to tell whose grenades they are they'll have like different uh, tinges to them. Um, yeah, did you watch the? I think it was the ESL feed, maybe today, no. where the there's a, a Counter Strike um, tournament happening at the moment. I think it was Navi yeah. uh, that were playing, and like the that game had just finished, and then Valve dropped the uh, <laughs> the update, right. and so it was like all these pro players gathered, gathered around. This oh, yeah. person's computer <laughs> watching this video, like losing their minds because, uh, <laughs> about especially about the smoke grenades. So, yeah, right, it was, it was pretty funny. I'll have to try and find that later and send it to you. I bet the pros um, hate the smokes, I bet they hate them. I, I think it'll be interesting to see if they actually end up reverting or, or doing or like toning it back or like what they what they do with yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I guess we'll wait and see. Uh, what else is there? Um, some of the maps are getting overhauled in different ways. Um, graphically, there'll be a fresh coat of paint over the top. Uh, lighting engines being updated to make it more realistic, including like materials and uh, textures. Um, I, I think as well, maybe the maps a little bit. I get like design-wise are getting redone. It's like some of them are actually completely being overhauled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then on top of that, uh, there, there seems to be like different tiers of like how a map will be reworked. Yeah. Like there's like complete overhauls and there's like the visual fidelity and all that sort of stuff. So it seems like they'll get to it eventually. Um, skins and all that stuff's coming across. You'll be able to bring it. Uh, and then the last sort of feature they talked about for today at least was the uh, tickless, tickless yes. ticks. Yeah. Tickless ticks. How's it work, Joe? Tell us. Explain. As a network engineer. Yeah. I don't fucking know. Uh, (laughs) You're asking the wrong person. I have no idea how this is working. Uh, 
theoretically, uh, what's supposed to happen, I suppose, is, uh, I don't know, like, is it pr predictive? I, I, I well, honestly don't know. From what I can gather, right, usually the, the tick rates are incremental periods where the, the server and the client is checking. So something has happened, something has happened here and here. On a, on this, a server with a 64 tick rate, right? Yeah. Because uh, it goes in increments of 16, usually is what you're aiming for. Uh, every, like, every second is split into uh, 64 of these ticks. And so it's only registering what's happening in a 64th of a second. Hmm. You know, so the information between that can be lost. Uh, some games do 128 ticks. Uh, some do significantly less. Battle Royale games tend to sort of uh, dynamically change yeah, uh, over how many the course people. of a game. But uh, like they get, I remember Apex was at one point at 12 ticks, which is not good. Because, uh, well, like, and, you know, you you had to sort of estimate this shit, but, like, yeah, it was it was low. It was not good. Uh, and the lower the tick rate, the more you see situations, more situations you have where things happen that are counter to what you experienced in the game. So people, you die when you're already behind a wall or something like that, that sort of thing. How the fuck they're doing no tick rate? I don't know. I don't know. I got no one. Yeah. Any I'm not sure how they're doing it, but they had like the, the video showed it was using some sort of timestamps in there to verify like what exact moment this thing happened. And I guess it's like using sort of like what you said it's comparing between server and client and that way everybody gets the same sort of thing that's going on but i don't know i i mean i guess we have to wait to see how they explain exactly yeah how it's working but they're saying it's working so we'll see <laughs> yeah um so yeah they were the sort of three things i came out with today at this point um release date will be sometime between around june july yep um there's a a limited beta running at the moment where they're selecting hand selecting people to jump in and play so you can go watch videos and people playing it right now um they're doing some quality of life stuff in there like uh visualizing footsteps i saw um or uh like when you shoot a weapon it'll show you how far people will be able to hear it and so that's sort of the way that the, the visualized footsteps work it'll show up on your radar a circumference around your player and how far someone will be able to hear those footsteps when you're making them um, which i guess will guide new players into getting a better understanding how that works visually yeah. um so that's cool yeah would you jump are you gonna jump back in at some point yeah when it launches i'll give it a fucking run for a little bit pull out your awp oh fucking scouse scouse knives baby all day mm. nothing else you gonna jump in yeah i guess we have to yeah we'll jump in we have to all right <laughs> well are they gonna let me ads or 
<laughs> Only on the org. Yep. All right. Well, there you go. Um, that's the news for this week. We got any questions to jump off? We do. Do we? Do we? Yes, we do. Uh, all right. Uh, Bish writes, Can I join in on this exploration of international KFC? Rhetorical. Southern K uh, South Korean KFC rocks. The way Taiwanese fried chicken is a thing, like Joe mentioned, is so is Korean fried chicken. So I guess Korean KFC has to step up its game to compete. It's juicy, delicious, and crispy. Basically the most ideal piece of KFC you may have. So in that spirit, what is another thing that's miles better than what it drew inspiration from? Was City Skylines truly great? Or are we still just unable to connect to the SimCity 2013 servers 10 years on? Is Stardew Valley the best Harvest Moon? Is Midnight Suns a better dating simulator than Persona 5 and whichever the latest Fire Emblem game is? Ah, oh, a lot of questions. Good questions. Uh, let's answer them in reverse. Is Midnight Suns a better dating simulator than Persona 5 and whichever the latest Fire Emblem game is? Luke. No. 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 It's not. You, which one of those do well, you prefer? Well, I've only played Persona 5. I'm going with Persona 5. I think it's a better okay. RPG. Okay. It's got Dating better simulator. RPG elements. Dating yeah. Simulator. Yeah. Yeah? Okay. All right. Uh, is Stardew Valley the best Harvest Moon? Luke, thoughts? I never played Stardew Valley. Uh, okay. Yes, it is. A lot. It is the best Harvest Moon. Harvest Moon has fumbled that bag so fucking hard. Harder than... Jama rant. Uh, was City Skylines truly great, or are we still just unable to connect to the SimCity 2013 servers ten years on? I want to. I want to posit that perhaps both things can be true. Perhaps it is great, that great, and we're still not able to play the SimCity 2013 that we're supposed to be able to play. Uh, that's my pitch. Um, Luke, thoughts? SimCity, sorry, City Skylines. Yes, it was great. All right. All right. Absolutely. And what is another thing that, that is miles better than what it drew inspiration from originally? Mm. Wait, which game? Any game. What's a game that is way better than the game it drew inspiration from originally? Fortnite. Um, oh. no, I'm just, just going for the bait. <laughs> <laughs> Nearly got me. Nearly got me. Mm. It's a good one. You've you've dead aired us, Bish. Uh, well, it's because I've got so many games to think of. Oh, I know what it is. It's 5D chess with multiverse time travel. It's so much better than regular chess because I can actually win 5D chess with multiverse time travel. I don't know how I win, but I think that's the edge that I've got. Um, so that's what I'm pitching. Is it too much of a leap to say something like Dota? Is better than what? Like Starcraft? Starcraft? <laughs> That is, uh, that is a pretty big fucking leap. 
or, or Warcraft, right? What in the hell? Would it start on Warcraft? Um, yeah, I don't know. That's what I'm going with. Uh, is PUBG so much better than Armor 3 Battle Royale? Yeah, probably. Kind of. Kind of. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Good questions, Bish. Uh, and yeah, Korean fried chicken is the shit. Uh, it is the tits. Um, I do absolutely adore it. Uh, but I haven't been to Korea. I would love to go and check out their KFC. We should, uh, we should do a world tour of KFCs. It's genius. Did you see my photo? Earlier today, Luke. Fucking finger licking good on the Max Payne statue. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fucking. That's some bling. That's some bling for Max. All right. Fridge Monster Man writes Hi, Luke. Hi, Job. Quick follow up to the VR question I asked a few weeks ago. No need to go, uh, worry about scrolling back to read it or remember your answers from last time. It's not a direct follow up. What do you think is the best use of VR outside of gaming? Personally, I think VR would be great for training simulations, especially when learning in a more real scenario is too expensive or dangerous. Unrelated to VR, The Last of Us, oh, hang on, we'll answer that question first. What do you think is the best use of VR outside of gaming? Luke, go. All right, I'm going to go with... I don't know, uh, I, don't, I don't use it for anything other than gaming. If... Do you remember, was it like the 2017, 2018 NBA Finals? And they right. had a VR yeah. fucking seating situation? Sure. That's probably probably the best uh, I've experienced personally, although uh, FMM's pitch for a training tool would probably go well. I do think, I think they use it in the armed forces, a couple of armed forces, like military situations around the world. Um, the Australian arm of Bohemia Interactive had like a full simulation like built off the Armour 2 engine mm -hmm. uh, for a long time that I believe they were trying to port to VR. So that'd be an interesting one. Uh, fucking, I would plat the fuck I would absolutely rinse those motherfuckers, but I uh, probably wouldn't be a very good soldier. I'd just be fucking. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, yeah. And then burping. Yeah. I. Something that I haven't toyed around with is like, um, like movies on yeah. VR. Like the very first time I jumped into one was. It was like the Jurassic Park thing. I think it was more like. I can't remember if it was on the Oculus store or something like that or the, yeah anyway it was like a Jurassic Park thing yeah. I remember jumping into that and it was a little bit pixely like it wasn't quite there in terms of fidelity right um, but like how come we never got like movies in v oh maybe movies. there is i just i've just never tried it like i mean you can get like desktop vr and you can oh uh, yeah i've got that but i've never i don't really use it yeah i don't i, I play don't games really in my it, vr yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't yeah i think it's like I wasn't there wasn't youtube doing a whole bunch of vr stuff at one point i feel like yeah they were kind of yeah i don't know maybe i need to check that out 
I think the new one they're doing is uh, those AR glasses for movies. Right. And it just sort of has like a movie screen projected on the on that screen instead. And you can watch a movie on, on the plane or whatever the fuck. Um, mm. But yeah. Unrelated to VR, The Last of Us was a successful adaptation. Which game do you think should be adapted next? I'd like to see a Half-Life adaptation, but I'm torn on who to cast as Gordon Freeman. Who do you think is a better fit? Martin Freeman or Morgan Freeman? Mm. Mm. Black Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. It's just him whacking shit with a crowbar swearing. Right? Yeah. Right. He's just mad at, at the head crabs. These fucking crabs. Yeah. Fucking crabs all the time. It's still moving. <laughs> it's fucking still kicking. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, Half-Life adaptation would be awesome if they if they mashed it with The Mist. If they went all in and mashed it with that Tom Jane movie, The Mist. Or the Stephen King short story, The Mist. I guess more accurately. Um and because so, that was always the my head cannon uh, was that the events of the mist uh, took place because the little town was down the road from Black Mesa because uh, the monsters in that movie sort of resembled some Zen. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, I think that'd be cool. You know, show the village nearby as well as Gordon Freeman doing his thing. Uh, but otherwise, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I'm trying to think like some of my favorite games, it, like if they were to make a Red Dead Redemption movie, oh, yeah. is that just like Yellowstone or something? I like, uh, yeah. I'd probably prefer like TV shows at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Just because it allows you to do more with them. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like that Bioshock thing's being chucked around for a while. Isn't that at Netflix now? I think the last time we talked about it. Um, True. Yeah. Borderlands. Borderlands coming out. Things yeah, filmed. Sure. Um, sure. And it's got and it's got like a billion different Academy Award winners in it. Yeah. <laughs> like Kate Blanchett and. Blanchett and uh, Jamie Lee Curtis and six people from Jumanji. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. The God of War thing was announced. Was it God of War? Sony's doing God of War, right? I don't know. So, I don't remember that. Yeah, Sony announced they're making um, a TV show. I'm pretty sure it was God of War. Dude, did we yeah. talk? I'm going to look this up. I don't remember it. Yeah, it says here um, it's in early stages. It's with Amazon. Uh, I think a uh, Deus Ex, the original Deus Ex, would be an interesting one to turn into a, a TV Never show. This <laughs> fucking Keanu as JC Denton, right and then yep. he can actually do some fucking badass action scenes what about well. cyberpunk and then Keanu can just play play Johnny Silverhand Johnny 
Easy. Easy. It'd be like with um The Last of Us with with the actor who plays oh, yeah. Marlene just playing Marlene again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I uh I finished that um today. The Last of Us remake. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's good. I've just gotta start left behind now. Right. Oof. Oof. I've never played it. Right. Well never yeah. mind. Don't um, let me color you with my bias. No. Was that all the questions? Was that's it, the, questions, the questions? Some great questions. What about Counter Strike movie? Uh Counter Strike movie, ooh. Terrorists versus counter terrorists. Yeah. It's just like people teabagging. Oh yeah. Throwing 100%. smoke grenades. Over walls. The call-outs. They make mm. all the dialogue is call-outs. Yes. Genius. All right. All right. Done. Easy. Did you see the trailer for this Mario film? No. No? I don't watch trailers. Well, no, neither do I, but it was it was played before John Wick, so. Ah. No, didn't see it. No. Um, all right. Well, there you go. That is the uh, the questions for this week. Got anything you want to plug that you've been working on to give a shout out to? No. All right. Fair enough. Easy. What about you, Luke? What do you got? Uh, yeah, you can go to GamePo.com. I had a couple of features go up this week. Um, started with the World of Warcraft interviews that I did with the game director and executive producer. Nice. Oh, wow. Um, or you can go check out my Redfall preview is also up as well. Um, so go have a look, uh, and that, and go go watch John Wick. Yeah, um, I watched Shazam as well the other night. Oh yeah, two Shazam two. How's that? Not, yeah, not. It's fine. Oh yeah, okay. I really like the first one though. So yeah, yeah, um, this one. I think I'll wait. I think I'll wait till it's uh, the home cinema. Yeah, I kind of want to watch Dungeons and Dragons. That yeah, I'm hearing I, that's pretty I'm good. Hearing that's pretty entertaining. Yeah. I like Chris Pine. Chris Pine's great and everything he's in, right? I don't think he's... Has he been in a bad film? Don't worry, Darling wasn't great. That was okay. I, I, I still liked him in that. Yeah, he was uh, wasn't he... Was He was in a train film, wasn't he, at one point? A train film? Yeah. What's a train film? No, like um, an actual... A movie about a train? Yeah, yeah. We're like... The, it's like speed, but on a train. Um, with... with Denzel Washington and let me look it up. I don't remember. Um, Unstoppable. That sounds like it. He was in that. I don't remember. That's not good. I think he was in that. All right. Yeah, he was in that. All right. Dumb as shit. Still great. It was shit. still good. You should watch it if you haven't. Um, it's eighty-seven percent on Tomatoes. There you go. God damn. Yeah. There's well, my plug. Shit. Unstoppable. Nice. Um, all right. Well, there you go. That's the podcast go this watch week. Corporate. 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 Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Easy. Fine. We will. Brilliant. That's a podcast for this week. You can find us on iTunes, Android, all the places you get your podcasts from. Uh, if you do have a moment, rate and re review the show. Helps other people find us on the internet. Um, you can go to our our uh, Discord page, thegapodcast.com slash Discord. You can jump in and talk about all sorts of things, movies, TVs, books, video games, um, or you can play games as well. Uh, this weekend, Diablo. Jump in. We'll start yep. a crew. 
Yep. Um, we had a clan. I don't know. I started it. Yep. And apparently you couldn't invite anybody, so I don't know what happened. Um, I promoted you like six times. I know. It was all it was all <laughs> part of my scam. <laughs> it, was, it was couldn't really tell what was going on. It was my um, hostile takeover. But uh, yeah, jump in there and uh, check things out. KFC is big topic this week. Yep. As it is every week. Every week. Why not? Yep. You can also go to our website, thegapodcast.com. It's got links to all our social media pages, past episodes of the show, and anything else we decide to chuck up there. Um, that is all thanks to our Patreon members. If you want to help support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash thegapodcast and uh, become a member on that. Thank you to everyone who helped support the show. We appreciate the support. Helps pay the bills. Thank you so much. And I think that is it for this week, Job. Um, That's it. Yeah, next week, I, I don't know what we'll talk about. I don't know. More Diablo, um, some Resident Evil. Hopefully, get some time to play that. And whatever else pops up. I, th- I don't know. What I else pops up? be currently playing a game that I can talk about, but I'll have to check. We'll have to yeah. check. I've got yeah. some embargoed stuff, but I don't know if it, I can talk about it next yep. week. But we'll, yep. we'll have stuff. We'll have stuff. Don't yeah. worry. Don't worry. I'll, I'll fucking... I'll try and explain 5D chess with multiverse time travel again. That'll take another fucking hour. But in reverse. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good, good. You start at the end. I'll go back to an earlier time line where I didn't fail to explain yeah. how the fuck it works. Yeah. Um, Terra Nil is out next week. We can talk about that. Um, yes. Crime Boss is out next week. Okay. Remember that one? No. What? It's the one with all the famous actors. Oh my god! Is that that next? That can't be next week. That's crazy. Crime How the boss. fuck is that? It's wow. on my list as next week. I don't know. That maybe that's that has to be a garbage game, right? Because I've heard nothing about it. It's right? got Chuck Norris in it. Um, yeah. PGA Tour is out next week. EA's PGA Tour. No, Sweet. they pushed that back, right? That got pushed back. What? Why? Sure push back, or it could be their early access thing they do, sometimes. Right. Um. Anyway, hey, there's plenty of stuff we'll be able to talk about, as usual, on here. Get in your ear holes. Uh, stay safe. Look after yourself. Love See you. you next bye. Week.